I always want to send everyone that I saw leading communion in well. And Amber and Jason, the one thing that I feel like I always repeat myself in is that they um, continually remind us of who we were and are. They just feel like we have a box called protégés, protégés, <laughs> that they just embody a lot of the things that um, we just see a lot of ourselves in them. But I was pressing in today about why do I say that? And there's the obvious, there's the, the diligence, there's the kind of intensity, <laughs> everything's a big deal, there's just a lot of passion, and I mean... So there, so there is all of that. But what I, what I wanted to speak on, and I think that it will dot connect when Amber releases part of what she wants to talk about. But what I wanted to um, what I wanted to just say is that this past week in particular, I feel like I got to see another side of Amber, um, and I think I'm recognizing more of why they remind us of us why they remind anyways um we were having we were have i don't know how i don't know how to say all of this but we were having a conversation about loss and she was pretty bold and got all fired up are you telling me that that's why i don't have this person and this person and like set crying emojis and i felt like in that moment i was able to recognize like she has such a mother's heart for what she carries yeah. for this family yeah. um, that a lot of us don't get to see it because it's, well, that's armory mm -hmm. or that's on Thursday night or that's over there. And she's stepping into all of these places of mothering and she can't step into those places without Jason putting her into that position while at the same time she's battling whether or not mothering is yeah. her scroll. Yeah. So... Um, I guess I just wanted to speak over them and just say publicly that it really is a mother's heart when you feel that loss and you have to, you have to like work through that. I don't, I don't know if I'm making sense, but, um, I just felt like there was a lot of, I just feel like there was a lot of camaraderie of being able to speak on that level. Um, then at the same time, while we were able to talk about loss, we, I don't know if you guys know, but on Thursday nights, all of the teens are doing what Noelle and Eric and Kendra and Yvonne are doing tonight, and Megan and John have done. All the teens are doing it, and it's intense, because I've had two of my kids have to release, and I had Jalen have like an eight-point sermon and dot connecting, and I saw a side of him that I'm like, ooh, <laughs> and then Anaya went, and she just stopped. Anaya, um... Anaya really wanted to step out on some things, but didn't know how to articulate it. And I was able to open up to Amber and Jason about some things with Anaya that we don't really get to share often about the struggles with Anaya. And um, oh, <laughs> it's a powerful word. She talked about learning disabilities and how we learn differently and we need to be confident even though we learn differently. 
because King and Maris learns differently, and we are in the normal <laughs> classrooms. <laughs> and so, um, but what was so powerful was I was able to open up to Amber Jason about how she was struggling, and Amber's like, I'm going to do whatever I can to rearrange my schedule to make sure I can meet with her, because I want to help her. And I think it was within less than 24 hours, she's like, I'm coming over, and I'm taking her for a walk. I'm sorry, that's all I can do, but that's what I'm going to do. And I'm like, you literally sound like me. <laughs> like, whatever I have to do, even if it's just this, we're going to do it. And so I just wanted to honor um, Jason for sending her in. And, and also just be able to speak that this is a moment with whatever you guys are going to release that is really going to catapult you in everything that you're um, walking in about mothering. So, yeah. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. We're excited to be underneath you. Yes. Cool, we're done. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I pretty much covered it. So. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. <laughs> Word for word. Um, well, I, we didn't, I didn't expect to like get sent in so well like that. Um, so I feel just really grateful and kind of overwhelmed for those words. Um, so I'm going to try my best to like dot connect to what we're releasing to what, what we're like being sent into right now. But, um, especially when it comes to just this dynamic of like mothering, um, and the process that that requires. That's a term that, especially in Kingdom Heirs, it's a term that we're familiar with when we talk about mothering something or fathering something. But the process it takes to really walk that through and see from beginning to, I can't even say end because it's an ongoing thing, but to see that process through to the, the, the fruit of something is a really intense, deep process that I think not a lot of people fully step into and engage and we're blessed with a mother and father of our own that have been stewarding our family to really carry out that dynamic. And so anything that they're speaking over us is just because of, of that platform that's been set kind of as the foundation in the first place. So I just want to honor that. Um, but when we, when we talk about mothering and fathering something, there's this thing that's been really heavy on my heart for the past really most intensely the past couple weeks, but I could even say the past couple couple years. Um, they, um, mom and dad mentioned the dynamic that there's, well, let me, I'm trying to figure out what I'm, how to say this, but we, I would say that the things that Amber and I feel about this family and the things that we stand for are number one because we've been given a platform to, to, to do that. We've been given stewardship and discipleship to be able to do that. But number two, there's this dynamic of having faith in things that are unseen. Um, and that in a lot of different ways. And I know everybody in the family could speak to more examples than you could, you could count on both your hands of moments that they've had to engage with that themselves. But that dynamic of having faith in something that's unseen is a really powerful thing. And I'm, I'm reminded of, um, and it hit, it hit me personally really hard a couple weeks ago when dad was releasing. It was the last teaching night of the night season where he was talking about having faith like Noah and how if you trace lineage all the way back, there was this family that stood for something that they had no idea. Literally, they had to face something that they've never seen before. Yeah. Nobody's ever encountered. There wasn't a playbook. There wasn't a rule book. There wasn't instructions on how to do it. The thing that carried them through that process was faith in the unseen and faith in what the Lord was telling them to do. 
and in that process, um, they this is a huge dynamic that that dad spoke to. But in that process, they had to rely on the faith in what Yahweh had taught them and hold fast to that thing, not knowing what the other side would look like. Literally, like it's such a powerful example because while transformation was happening around them, they themselves didn't go through a transformation process, but what he said was a preservation process. And that's such a huge, powerful thing when you think about when there's transformation and all these crazy things going on around you, that dynamic of having faith in the unseen and preserving the thing that Yahweh's called you to, to walk it out through a process and what that produces and ultimately the legacy that that produces. Dad was bold when he said that this family would be characterized as a people who have faith in things that are unseen. That dynamic and that word for everybody in this family I know and for us has been something that's carried us through um, numerous, countless battles, things that we've we've had to confront and things we've had to deal with. And I know this family could could speak to that too. Um, In addition to that, that whole dynamic, something else that was kind of the second part of the heaviness that I felt this week leading up to communion was the counting of the Omer. Mm -hmm. And when we think about what that is, it's not just a way that we can kind of, not that you can't have fun with it, but it's not just a fun way to kind of count the the calendar down until we have our next feast. Yeah. I hope we all know and, and understand the weight and the power that comes with counting of those days and being so intentional to dive into what each day represents within each week across the whole process where, where we're led to Shavuot. Because that also, just like the story of Noah, was a process where the people had to have faith in something that they didn't know was coming. And they had to walk out diligently the process of of going through that whole, the, 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 the counting, the counting of the days leading up to Shavuot. And I I feel so like heavy in a really good way and excited that just like kind of how I was speaking on the on the box um, about that dynamic of how the first week we had one aspect of Yahweh's character and then this week is is entering into we could say the complete opposite dynamic of his character so there's these two inverses that are happening. And those two things playing off of each other, um, really what it did was it gave us the tools, I would say, in the first week to say yes to the things that Yahweh um, is putting in front of us. Mm -hmm. And then we're stepping into another week where we're learning how to say no to the things that are not of him. That's good. And so having that dynamic on both ends of the spectrum is a huge, powerful mm-hmm. thing that requires us to have faith in something that we may not see yet. And so part of what we wanted to do with communion tonight is just share the weight of that that word and just remind the family of that as we continue to go through the counting of the Omer, as we engage with the family members tonight who are releasing their process, yeah. that every single person has had to deal with that dynamic of having faith in something that they can't see yet and um, has had to stand in a place of ownership and mothering and fathering over something that they made, they they had no idea what it was going to look like. And so that's a huge thing that we wanted to to just um, engage with as a family tonight, as we do communion. Um, 
and just part of that remind the family that we can also be excited and looking forward to that in that process of faith, faith in the things that are unseen, that there's fruit on the other end of that. And there's, there's fruit that Yahweh has in store when we go through that process. And so part of what we wanted to do tonight was just talk about that, that fruit. Um, so with that being said, why don't we take a minute or two and actually gather our elements and we'll stand together as a family. And we'll, 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 we'll go at the second part. All right. So with what um, Jay was releasing about just the, the fruit that comes from the unseen. Um, so Yahweh had highlighted this bottle of wine that we happened to have that we had set aside and li literally li just labeled it special occasions because we didn't know what it was for. That's cool. Um, That's cool. But this is what he had highlighted, and um, when I read the bottle, I was kind of irritated because it has to do with my personal process. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's called Penelope. That's not it. But um, on the back of it, if you read it, it's talking about honoring a lineage of mothers and great grandmothers and great great grandmothers, and how um, the the wine maker. What's I don't know if they have a term. Like a, the vineyard. Yeah, the vineyard. The winer. The vineyard. Um, has basically just dedicated this particular bottle to that lineage of mothers. Um, and what I thought was just so powerful was that Yahweh just started to speak to the fruit that comes with standing loyal to the unseen. And so he had highlighted, um, obviously, this really pretty rosé color and had led me to a strawberry bread um, just so that we can all taste and engage in the fruit. Um, but the the weight of what he was speaking was just the... Um, <sighs> the... Um, the... the... the pressure that comes when you labor with something yeah. unseen. Um, so we're, I mean, obviously with being, um, pregnant there, it just feels so real to labor over something unseen sure. because you don't, you don't engage that. You can't really see it. I mean, you'll get glimpses of it. Yeah. You'll get pieces of it. You'll yeah. see ultrasounds or whatever. You'll, you'll hear a heartbeat. You'll get something to like hang on to that gets you through the laboring process to know that there's fruit on the other side, but you have to go through a laboring to endure through to see that fruit. Yeah. Um, and uh, what I thought was interesting was that when he was just releasing about the the counting of the Omer and we're counting those days and just the the diligence um, that this family has to try to make sure that we're taking every opportunity to refine ourselves through those days, it it just hit me that. I mean, just as just as you do that for yourself, you do that with labor. Like the closer you get to those days, you start you start to count down the days. And we don't necessarily know the exact date. We don't yeah. know the exact time. We don't we don't know those things. But you're constantly going through a refining process so that you can count down those days, so that you can truly receive that final push and that final labor to see the fruit on the other side. Um, so I just wanted to. 
um, release that over our family that as we are engaging and walking out the unseen and learning to stay loyal and walk out ownership and learning to stick it through the hard roads for something that seems crazy um, that there that we can get a glimpse of it tonight with the with our fruit and see it in our family as we're walking together as we count down uh, the owner so uh, okay, so um, I got nervous. I wasn't expecting to pray. <laughs> I got nervous that I thought I was going to pray. Thank you, Yahweh. <laughs> no, Father, we just thank you for this time together as family um, that we have been able to gather. Father, we ask that as we just engage in this moment as a family that. Um, we really just uh, feel the weight of what has been released even just over this past week um, as we are learning what loving kindness means or the gaps that we've walked in and where we're now stepping to the complete other degree, Father, that you would help us to get a glimpse of the fruit of what's to come and what's unseen so that we can stay loyal through this process to receive that fullness here at the end of the 50 days, Father. Um, So, uh, yeah, we just thank you for this time together as a family, as we're together and intimate in just such a small setting, uh, and we just speak blessings over everyone. In the name of Yahweh. Amen. Amen.